and had mobility issues. Brandt vaguely remembered the guy, although they'd never been friends. Rosie had heard about Arya's plan and had offered to board Lucy in exchange for the educational value a pregnant mare and her foal would bring to the curriculum. Rosie loved win-win situations like that. Brent walked over and closed the van's door. Aria had left her keys in the ignition and her purse lying on the passenger seat. But that was no problem around here. She and her brother were probably too excited to think about the van. He understood that. He'd begged to go along every time his foster father had been called out to deliver a foal. Watching the process had convinced him that his future would involve helping those vulnerable babies get a good start in life. The sound of low-pitched voices drifted through the open barn door. According to Rosie, they'd created a birthing stall by taking down the partition between two regular stalls at the far end of the barn. That was where everyone was gathered, including Rosie, Kate, and Kate's girlfriend, Lexi. Herb was probably inside the stall with Lucy. Brent spotted Kate's easygoing gray cat sleeping on a blanket thrown across a hay bale. There was no sign of a guy in a wheelchair, but a young woman paced the width of the aisle, head down and arms folded against her stomach. Because he was a guy, he noticed the curve of her breasts and hips. But he was also a horse trainer who recognized the tension eddying around her. Unwelcome tension. If she had a sense of humor, dark or otherwise, it wasn't showing. The skirt of her purple-flowered sundress swirled around her knees with each impatient step. Wavy dark hair that hung to the middle of her back rippled as she moved. Aria Danes was wound tight, and that was not good for this impending birth. Rosie started toward him, followed by Cade and Lexi, but just then the woman glanced up, unfolded her arms, and marched in his direction. Rosie paused and motioned Cade and Lexi to do the same. You're Brant. I remember you now. You look the same, only bigger. Her eyes, an unusual shade of violet, reflected her agitation. Time to diffuse this bomb. He touched the brim of his Stetson and smiled. Bigger, and I hope better. Pleased to meet you, Arya. Thank God you're here. She didn't return his smile, as she tilted her chin to meet his gaze. Rosie says you have a magic touch with newborns. No, that's a fact. He lifted his hat slightly and settled it back on his head. I can make them appear and disappear, float three feet in the air, change color. Rosie also warned me you like to kid around. On occasion. And that obviously wasn't working for her, although he heard a muffled snort from Cade. I'm not in the mood for jokes. I can see that. He snuck a quick glance over Arya's shoulder, and his three railbirds were still there taking in the show. She folded her arms again and frowned. It's very important to me and to to my brother that this foal gets a good start in life. I promise to give it my all, ma'am. He adopted the soothing tones he used with a nervous horse. But with all due respect, things will go a lot smoother if everyone stays calm and relaxed. She blinked. Then her cheeks turned pink. Oh, um, I didn't mean to sound so... She trailed off with a sigh. I'm sorry. I've been on edge ever since Rosie called me at the bank this afternoon. She said you were on your way. But when I got off work and found out you weren't here... Well, I made it. From the corner of his eye, he caught Rosie giving him a thumbs up. Yes, you did. 
Some of the strain eased from Arya's expression. He counted that a small victory. What about Josh? Couldn't he come with you? Disappointment flickered in her eyes. No, he... I couldn't convince him to come, and to be fair, there's no set timetable for this, is there? It could be awkward for him if it goes on all night. I suppose it could. But he wished she'd been able to talk her brother into coming out to be a part of this. It might have done him a world of good. What do you say we go on down there and check on Lucy's progress? Absolutely. She clapped her hand to her forehead. And I just realized I've been keeping you from your family. Not nice. I'm sure they understand that you're stressed. That's no excuse. Straightening her shoulders, she turned. But by that time, Rosie and company had resumed their stations right outside the stall, as if they hadn't been lined up behind her listening to every word. Rosie, I apologize.